Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hub's plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit hubspeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S-peanuts.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. DFS strategy show. We have eight games to discuss for tonight. Started at nine. We're down to eight. Not COVID related, weather related this time. Uh, so that is the good news, I guess. I'm joined by my Monday partner, Terry McBride. T McB, who's been a very busy man lately. New role at the company. Did an NBA show earlier today and now jumping on the NHL show. Just uh, you're the Marwin Gonzalez of Ospo.com. I called Josh. <laughs> take it man yeah there's nothing wrong with being a utility player move around the field hit it some home runs get some base hits be reliable i'll take that all day long yeah How you long doing, career buddy? yeah you, you know you're yeah. uh in the infancy of a long career i guess so there you go that's the good news uh how did the all-star break go for you dabbling into a little bit more of nhl dfs did you have any success there 
Yeah, it was uh, a couple successful nights. Nothing crazy. You know, I had uh, some just limited sets of lineups, so I would throw in 20 lineups here. Yeah, I think the highest I went was 50, and I think that was the night I didn't come out ahead, but uh, did pretty well. You know, it was fun uh, being able to play some NHL DFS instead of just talking about it, uh, you know, get it a little bit bigger of a uh, slate going. You know, a lot of nights I'm just throwing in two, three lineups so I can manage it at the same time as I'm doing all my swaps for the other stuff, uh, the other sports, and uh, being on uh, other sports shows and everything. But, uh, yeah, it was a blast. How about you, as, as things had, as you, as <laughs> they have not, they've not been great. I was telling some uh, of my online friends that uh, I'm playing like the least confident that I have so far, like heading into the NBA all-star break. And I was close a couple times recently. So I feel a little bit better. Um, at, at least I was until I saw this. I don't know if you were in Slack before, uh, right before we jumped on, but people were Talking, uh, talking some smack about my boy Taylor Hall. Tell him, did catch him that. he's trash. Uh, just disgusting slander from Taylor Hall there. Uh, so I'll try to ignore those as they come through. Um, but yeah, th- that will not be tolerated. You will be put on timeout. Uh, I've got admin duties on YouTube. So uh, watch your Taylor Hall takes. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've got players like that. I'm sure that you're, you're very loyal to that have made you a bunch of money in DFS. Oh, right? of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. And most of them, it's usually players that are just God awful in most situations. Not that I'm saying that about your boy Taylor Hall, of course, <laughs> but for me, I just get attached to these just generally awful players who typically burn me, but because they came through once for me in like 2017, I'll continue rolling them out there. So I feel you. Oh yeah. We, uh, we also had a discussion about Chandler Stevenson. So we'll get to some awful players. Uh, actually, I think that's the last game of the night now that we're, uh, we're done with blues Kings. If anybody missed that news, I will just, uh, let you guys know, uh, it is canceled blues and Kings Kings couldn't get out of Denver last night. So, uh, just another in a long line of makeup games this season, they'll have one that is not COVID related. So uh, a little bit of a change of pace there, but, you know, they'll, they'll get that one in at some point, but we're down to eight games. And just right off the bat, I want to make sure we talk about our pretty new sponsor. It's about a week old, but still in the honeymoon stage uh, with the NHL DFS strategy, strategy show. Our new sponsor, Jock Market, they've turned Daily Fantasy Sports into a stock exchange. You can buy and sell shares of players in real time with real money and guaranteed payouts at the end of the night. I know Tyler, uh, he's not producing today. Chris is producing today, but I know Tyler has been uh, playing a lot on jock market and uh, being pretty successful over there. So that's good to see. You guys should all go over there. And um, it's a new promo code today uh, that is exclusive to the Osmo community. So if you're watching this, you get a special promo. It is Osmo 20. So it was Osmo NHL 50. Now the promo code is Osmo 20, and that's a $20 uh, bonus on your first deposit. So if you missed out on the $50 last week, you've got Osmo 20 for a $20 bonus on your first deposit. Go use that. We love Jock Market. Uh, thanks for sponsoring us. And uh, hopefully you guys all check them out here pretty soon. Uh, more Taylor Hall slander in the chat <laughs> from uh, some of our favorite trolls. So these guys are just poking some fun right now. I, I can't believe any of these takes would be serious calling him a bad player, but uh you ready to get into this eight gamer, Terry? Feels like yeah, a pretty good one. Should be fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good slate. I really like just uh, you know, there's a lot of good plays, a lot of good players. I think there's uh, some definitely good spots to uh, to jump into here. So I'm psyched. Yeah, I, I usually go through and just like write down and any line that I'm interested in, which is usually a lot of them for an eight game slate. But it felt like 
an abnormally large amount of lines that I think are reasonable today, even when you take out that ninth game. So uh, really good MME slate. There will be uh, some single entry talk and some three max talk, I'm sure, from Terry uh, running a, a few less lineups. But uh, I think overall a really, really good slate. So let's start with the Flyers and your Rangers. 3.1 implied total for the Flyers, 2.9 for the Rangers. It's Carter Hart against Keith Kincaid. Um, I saw some talk about the, uh, people having interest in the Rangers. I'm seeing ownership pretty high for this top line. I'm a little worried that they're going to go into Couturier, Van Riemsdyk, and Farabee, which has been a pretty good five-on-five line. Um, but the price is pretty low. Zibanejad down to 5,300. Uh, Kreider and Pavel Buchnevich both under 6K as well. So very affordable line one here for the Rangers. What are you doing with the ownership here, though? Yeah, it's tricky. It's, they're highly owned. Like you said, the prices are down, which I think is you know a big part of why they're getting that attention. And then I think a lot of the rest of it is just memory from last year of what they were. They were a dynamite combination last year um, and, and just you know helped a lot of people win a good amount of money. Going back to the start of last year, that combination over 397 minutes, 51.99% Corsi 4 percentage, 24 to 12 uh, goals for advantage uh, with a 53.26% goals, uh, expected goals for advantage. 80 to 73 in high danger chances and 14 to 8 in high danger goals. But this year, only 114 minutes together, 49.75 below average Corsi 4 percentage, only 6 to 2 in goals advantage, 51.61 expected goals 4 percentage, 15 to 18 trailing in high danger chances, only converted twice and allowed one. So they're not the line they were, at least not yet, or they haven't been. That's why they're priced down. So it does make sense, you know, maybe take advantage of the low prices, but you're walking right into a ton of ownership with them. So I think it makes sense to get them. I think, you know, looking at the top stacks tool, they are in the top five, but they're one of the lower out of the high-end lines. You're saving money getting there, but you're eating leverage. So it's, it's a mm-hmm. tricky spot. I think if they make other things work, if you can get to them along with another highly ranked line that might not be so quite, uh, quite so owned, I think that makes sense as a combination. Try and combine them with something that's going to be a little bit further off the beaten path if you're going to. I definitely think they're in play on both sides, though. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely in play. I don't want to make it seem like I'm not going to get to Rangers 1. I certainly will get to some of them, but um, I like the power play stack, I think, a little bit better. Something like Zibanejad, Kreider, and Panarin. Um, I just, I really worry about this line at 5-5, Rangers 1. Uh, especially going up against Couturier. His manager usually takes top competition when they're on home ice. So I think if I'm full stacking a line, uh, and especially at the ownership, if I could only play one of them, I think I would play Rangers too uh, with Panarin back. He he came back over the weekend. Really weird situation that we don't have to get into uh, with him. Uh, But he's back with Strom and Colin Blackwell. Blackwell 3,100. Going to be left off of a lot. I think you can throw them in there uh, for that price and just going to get some softer matchups against the Hayes line and uh, the Giroux line, not going into the defensive juggernaut uh, Philadelphia one. So I like Rangers two a little bit. Uh, I think I don't mind going down to uh, Giroux, Voracek and Nolan Patrick. Looks like they're not getting much ownership at all. Technically that's Philly three on my screen, but I would think of them more as a second line tonight. Um, yeah, so that, I mean that's pretty much where I'm at. Is mm-hmm. Rangers two, Philly three. Um, not crazy about Philly one. I mean, this is Manajad for, you know, not generating a lot of scoring chances themselves. They aren't uh, giving up a ton either. So 
I'm hoping those two kind of neutralize each other. Philly won, Rangers won, and uh, you can pick up some scoring from these depth lines on either side. Is there anything on the uh, blue line that sticks out to you here? Uh, on the blue line, we can definitely uh, look to Fox, particularly if we're going to those power play stacks, uh, like you mentioned, from the Rangers. Again, though, you're eating a, a pretty good amount of ownership uh, big time on FanDuel, where he's only 4800 uh, Kind of a myth price there. He's more expensive on DK, so you're getting less ownership. Uh, and then I think you can look to uh, Keandre Miller, especially if you're maybe looking into the uh, second power play unit stack where you get uh, Kako Lafreniere and uh, Buchnevich put him in there with those guys. That's a dynamic little unit that won't be crazy owned. And you get some good players in there. Uh, a couple of young kids, you know, that uh, you have to rely on some of the apparent upside that they have. They haven't exactly delivered on it. Uh, Miller's probably been the best of the trio uh, out of those guys. Booch we know is uh, kind of a known commodity, but I think there's something there. And that also plays in. I think there's a little something maybe for a, off the board dart throw of a line, line three for the Rangers. The kid, basically the kids, Philip Hadel, uh, Alexi Lafreniere, and Capocaco playing together. The three of them are high end players, can get things done, have not done it together, have not done it to this point, really. Um, Lafreniere is leading that line with four goals on the year. Uh, Hadel's got three in limited time. Caco's only got two and had a rough rookie year last year. But I think there's something to that mix, and I think the coach would like to see them come together. So Quinn rolling those guys out there together I think is somewhat interesting. Totally with you on uh, Philly 3. I highlighted that line as a uh, maybe a little bit of a sleeper line. Um, just they, they make some interesting things happen. Only 48-58 uh, overall together this year, but 13-6 to in high danger chances, 3-1 to high danger goals. So make some uh, interesting chances happen and uh, pretty good uh, puck possession numbers as well. Yeah, I don't mind taking some stabs at uh, Rangers 3 either. So handful of lines to like in this game, uh, pretty even total on, uh, on both sides. And then I don't mind throwing in either of the power play two guys for the Rangers, you know, Fox goes with either of the top two lines, but if you're one-offing Miller and uh, Truba, I think both reasonably priced, not going to get a ton of ownership on either of those guys. And, you know, both as one-offs 3,100, 4,200. Uh, I like those guys uh, in that spot, especially Truba, I think could be a spot where he blocks a bunch of shots. Three block bonus on DraftKings, especially valuable for a guy like that. All right, let's get to – oh, and we don't have a confirmed starting goalie for the Rangers, at least I'm seeing. I think it's going to be Kincaid. So It, it probably will. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, keep an eye on that. Yeah, they're uh, sour on uh, on Georgiev already, which is a yeah. nice lesson that they I thought they had learned in uh, the Cam Talbot situation a few years back. When you have a hot second-string uh, second goalie, trade him if people want him. <laughs> yeah. usually go pop the next year and that's exactly what happened to Georgia. so Shesterkin can't get back quick enough for my rangers yeah let's go to the bruins and the penguins it is a 2.8 implied total for the bruins 2.7 for the penguins halak and jari are your expected goalies uh you know you've got two teams with a lot of star power you've got the boston one line you've got crosby malkin uh, Crosby plays on that really good top line that's fully correlated, but they're pretty expensive. They're going to see a lot of Boston one. Uh, are you willing to uh, go to pit one at low ownership here, Terry? Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more.
think the ownership is probably the key to that question. Uh, anytime you can get to star caliber players, I don't care what the sport is really. If you can get to a unit of star caliber players that have tight correlation like that, have significant mm-hmm. upside at low ownership, even in a tough spot, a tough game against a very good team. Uh, Boston, just as a team, 52.57% Corsi 4 percentage. Excellent on the puck, uh, 91.7 uh, save, team save percentage. So just very, very high-end team. Um, but I think it makes sense. You know, you can sweat, so you can get away from some ownership on FanDuel. They're up around 10 uh, each as a line, but they're under five on DK. Uh, so I think we can definitely get there. And you know what you're walking into. So you, you're doing it eyes open that you're paying a lot to take a very good line against a very good team. But when other people aren't getting to, to players like that, I think it makes a lot of sense to look at them. Yeah, I think uh, like if they weren't very good at five on five or they were just average, I, I'd probably be looking the other way on pit one. But at this ownership under five percent, I mean, it makes sense because of the low total. I am willing to you know get to five percent or maybe a little bit more of pit one just because of how much I respect them. And then mm-hmm. you mentioned the full power play correlation. So, yes, they're the third highest uh, priced line on DraftKings right now. But um, they're not as expensive as Boston one on the other side, 24 four for Boston one uh, on DK. And that's one where like you need them to go completely nuts and they're going to be low owned. But man, like they literally need to be the highest owned, like the highest scoring line of the night with the matchup against pit one. Um, I think that's going to be really, really tough, at least at five on five. Maybe they could get there. Uh, I mean, I'll never doubt them, but even at low ownership, I'm having a hard time getting to uh, getting to Boston one year. I'd much more like to go to uh, to some pit one. Um, and then pit two was coming up as somewhat of a value for me. Rodriguez, 2,700. Kapanen at 4K and then Malkin still cheap at 5,500. Uh, but they're going to also get a tough matchup against the second and third lines for the Bruins. Really deep team. Uh, so I'll probably just stick to mostly pit one in this game. Uh I think this one does have a wide range of outcomes just because of the immense talent on both sides. It could be a wide open game. It could be more of a, a grinded out uh, uh, style game as well. Um, but pit one, and that's really all I've got for this one here. Anything else you want to add? I think, you know, maybe if you wanted to look into the power play lines just to, uh, you know, try and get it a little different, but they're fully correlated top lines, top power play units. So that would basically be talking about maybe working in uh, one of the blue liners. So Grizzlock on uh, on the uh, Boston side of things, not very highly owned and on FanDuel anyway, 3,900 on uh, DK 4,600. So he fits in with the, with the top line. You can snap him in there if you can figure out a way to afford it on DK. Uh, on FanDuel, I think he makes a ton of sense and only getting 3% ownership. So uh, I think that makes some sense. Latang on the other side of things uh, joins that unit, but he's also very highly owned. So it doesn't work quite as well to uh, as a differentiator on the uh, pit side of things. Yeah, I haven't played much Latang at all, even though it feels like I've been on pit one like every single night. Um, but I, I mean, Latang just, he's fine. He's a fine add in, but he's always priced at like five, $600 more than probably should. So I rarely get to him. Yeah as a one-off um we just got an ownership update if you heard that little click uh from my slack there uh so if you guys want to check that out uh we have free ownership projections for today only we unlock a piece of premium content for free each day we don't have other deals going on and uh nhl dfs ownership projections are what we've got for you free today nightbot will hook you up with the link if you don't already see that in the youtube chat uh no big changes but just wanted to point that out as a way to uh, remind myself that we do have 
unlocked premium content for today. Uh, Cliffy said Cody CC night. Uh, 3K for CC. I was going to check to see, like, where his minutes off the charts or something last game. 20 minutes, 23 minutes the last two games. I mean, yeah, he's probably fine for uh, a top uh, four defenseman, 3K, CC. I don't know. I'm, I'm indifferent to it, but Cliffy says it's Cody CC night. So if anybody didn't see that in the Slack, Cliffy's usually pretty good with these cheap defensemen. Yeah, not going to argue with that. Seeing uh, for the season, 17.53 average ice time, uh, two goals, four assists on the year, 35 block shots in uh, fewer games than that. How many games have they played? Uh, 27 games, so uh, averaging more than a block shot a game. Pretty solid. Totally inexpensive, not owned. Yeah, no problem with that. Uh, you mentioned Grizzlock. I will just move it along there. Uh, man, I can't stand Grizzlock. But with Boston 1, if you are getting there, that's probably your, your best guy to uh, pair with them if you can afford it. Let's go to the Blackhawks and the Florida Panthers. 2.6 implied total for the Hawks. It is a 3.4 implied total for the Panthers. Kevin Lankinen, Sergei Bobrovsky. Uh, take this one where you would like. I see the Chicago ownership has come down a little bit uh, on my screen. I'm going to look at the ownership projections to make sure that lines up and nothing got changed. And, yeah, it looks like Kane, Debrinkat, pretty low owned. They've been swapping around this top line. Uh, Khrushchev and uh, Pia Suter have both been playing up there a little bit. But uh, what do you like in this one here, Terry? Yeah, I like those ownership numbers on the uh, the Blackhawks' top line, uh, specifically the Debrinkat-Kane pairing. Uh, if whoever's in the middle, that's, that's fine. But uh, the two of them, 700 minutes together going back to the start of last year, uh, 48.23% Corsi 4 percentage, but a 33 to 24 goals advantage, 57.89% actual goals for uh, versus a 44.54 expected goals for, though. But that plays into what they've done on the high danger side of things, kind of, which is a 40 to 48 deficit in high danger chances and a four to seven high danger goals deficit. So they score, they generate chances. They've been a little bit lucky, but as a pairing, I think we can ride the, uh, the star power that uh, the two of them bring, especially at fairly low ownership, uh, decently high prices on FanDuel, a little bit less expensive on DK. I think we can get there a lot and then, you know, go to the full line stack. Uh, if it's Kurashev in the middle uh, or if it's uh, Pius Suter in the middle, um, looking at the power play, I think you can, you know, maybe rope in uh, one of the uh, cheaper defensemen. They've got Balquist on uh, the power play unit, 3.8 uh, and 3.6 uh, salary across sites. So I think he makes a little bit of sense to maybe work in. And then I think we've had Florida on our slate every single time we've done a show together this year. Yeah. And not, not much has changed. I like Florida one. I like Florida two. I think they're two pretty effective lines. Uh, they've got uh, Duclair and Verhage uh, skating around Barkov on the, the top line. 207.51 uh, going back to the start of last year, 61.36% Corsi 4 percentage, just dominant puck uh, control numbers, 13 to 6 goals for. Uh, that's a 68.42 actual, and they actually have a 69.63 expected goals for percentage advantage. So technically slightly unlucky there. Uh, 56 mm -hmm. to 19 high danger chances generated, uh, 8 to 5 uh, high danger goals scored. So just Dominate in generating chances, taking a ton of shots and uh, dominating the puck. Really like that top line. Second line comes down from those marks, but they're also very effective, very good. So I can get to both of those units. And even the third line with Vitrano, uh, Lusotarainen and Tippett. I'm going to guess it how to say Itu's name there. I, I can't even, his name cuts off on the lineup billery because it's so long. So I, I usually <laughs> yeah. just give up after like L-U-O. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 
So I think we could get to them in, you know, very small degree as a little bit of a dart throw. Yeah, I, I actually did write down four to three as like a, a really cheap depth line that I would be considering tonight. So like the call there, uh, I was going to trash the Blackhawks. I, I was going to assume that they had high ownership, but it looks like they've come down um, since our first update this morning. Florida's come up. So uh, Florida's still one of my favorite spots on the board. There's always the issue with what do you do with Wenberg? Um, he's usually cheap, but he just doesn't really offer much for DFS. He'll score an occasional goal. Uh, but I like playing Barkov with uh, either the full Florida one for Hagee and Duclair. I'm seeing that they're, they don't have power play designations right now. Maybe Duclair gets secondary power play time, but the correlation uh, on the PP for them isn't good. And so hopefully people will leave off one uh, or both of those guys. But you mentioned their numbers at five on five, just so strong. They're going to get the cane line, uh, cane to bring cat whenever they're out there. I think they're in for some big minutes. I love Duclair back on that line for 3,400. Uh, so Florida one, one of my favorite stacks. And then Florida power play, uh, I would just group them in with Florida one. You could go Barkoff with one of his even strength line mates and then one of Hubert O'Hornquist. There's tons of ways to go with them. Uh, but as always, I'm going to try to get Barkov in as much as possible. He'll very likely be my highest-owned Florida player. Um, mix in both of Duclair and Verhage. Um, Yeah, I, I think I'd feel, feel pretty comfortable with them as one of, if not my highest exposed stacks for tonight. And I just ran a crunch. And they were about number three for me. So feeling pretty good about Florida. Big total. They've been playing amazing offensively, especially. Goaltending has been a bit spotty. So I don't know that you have to add in uh, Bobrovsky to your Florida stacks. Uh, I, I do worry about the um, the volume he's going to face here. Uh, is he going to get 25, 30 shots at 80 through 100? Uh, I don't really know if Chicago's going to be able to generate a lot of offense. So I'm on Florida. If you want to take some stabs at low-owned uh, Chicago skaters, I actually like the second line, I think, a little bit. Camp, Hagel, and Kubalik. Uh, 4,700. You could two man, uh, two out of three of those as well. If you don't want to play the full stack, I certainly understand that, but mostly just on Florida here. Yeah, that second line, uh, they're limited together. They've got uh, like 60 minutes together, uh, but they're uh, six, six nothing uh, goals for advantage. Uh, four of them in high danger situations, 11 to nine in uh, high danger chances. So they're, uh, they're interesting. They generate some uh, interesting opportunities and they've converted on them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mind going to them just for no ownership, low yeah, price. Um, I'll, I'll take some stats there. My non-Florida lineups. Ekblad Yandel, $1,400 difference. They're making like they're making you think DraftKings is. Uh, like you'd like to play Ekblad, but Yandel is $1,400 cheaper. Salary is a thing. Ownership is a thing. Um, so take, you know, take whichever one makes sense in your specific Florida lineup. Uh, Gustav Forsling up to 3,600. He's, he's been one of our, uh, slack darlings recently blocking a lot of shots, putting a bunch on net. Uh, I still think he's playable for 3,600, but not the slam dunk that we saw him at last week where he was mid salary for like two or three games straight. And then Dahan for 3,400, uh, pretty good block shot spot here for him. Murphy has come down to 4k. So. I don't uh, have a problem with Murphy or Dahan, anyone on that second pairing for the Hawks. A lot to like here, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Wow, 60, 65 block shots on the year for Dahan. I just saw that. Yeah. 65 blocks in, what is it, 29 games? That's he's killing. just a machine. Yeah. yeah. So if you want your three blocks bonus, uh, he is a great candidate for that tonight. Good guy. 
All right. Are we good there? You got anything else? Any goaltending Lincoln in 7,100? Yeah, if you wanted to go there, I expect uh, Florida to have a pretty dominant game. He'll definitely see some uh, shot volume, though. But, uh, yeah, I, I think at the uh, at the price, he makes some sense. Nine one seven uh, save percentage on the year. Decent goalie. So, if you wanted to go that route. Yeah, agreed. More of a one-off guy for me. Or, I, I guess it's fine if you wanted to go expensive to bring at Kane with Lankinen as a correlation play. You're going to see the volume, you would think, here. So, yeah. not too bad on DK specifically. All right, let's go to Vancouver and Ottawa. 3.6 implied total for the Canucks. 2.8 for the Sens. It is Thatcher Demko. And then on the Senators' side, Matt Murray was supposed to start last night. He went in warm-ups. He came off early during warm-ups, which you see every once in a while in uh, the NHL. And then he didn't start. So it was Joey Decord last night. The coach was pretty vague about what they're going to do tonight but it sounds like there's a chance Matt Murray plays. Um, Murray is 7,200 on DK. Decord is 7K, uh, but this is an early start time. This is a 7 Eastern, so at least you'll know who's playing. I don't think we're going to be playing a lot of the Ottawa goalie regardless, but it could be Decord on the back-to-back, and that's why you're seeing the massive total for the Canucks. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but 3.6 and 2.8 for the Sens. So... Canucks look pretty chalky, but not overly chalky. You interested in them, Terry? Yeah, I think it makes sense to go to them. There's going to be a, a good amount of people on them. Like I said, it's not like backbreaking ownership, but they're above 10% across the top two lines uh, across everybody on both sites. So, well, I, I'm sorry, uh, Hollander is uh, Hoglander is 8.7% uh, owned on DK. That's the only guy below 10% on their top two lines. So they're going to be popular, but they're going up against by far the worst uh, defensive team in the league. Uh, these are the two worst defensive teams in the league in uh, terms of goals against, actually. Uh, and Ottawa is... Tw- Seeing is believing. And you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung. More wow than ever. Chevy truck season. And with the Chevy Silverado, there's no such thing as an uphill battle. With the Chevy Silverado, you can take on the mountains or you can move them. Because with impressive towing capability and available 13.4 inch diagonal touchscreen and a choice of powerful engines to pick from, whatever your mountain, there's a Silverado with the capability you need. Click to learn more. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. 24 goals worse than Vancouver is. Uh, so Ottawa's allowed uh, 124 goals in their uh, 31 games. Uh, Vancouver's allowed 100 goals in their 31 games. So really pathetic uh, defensive team. I think we can go to uh, to the Vancouver side of things on those top two lines. Just makes some sense to uh, to attack this uh, this squad. Top line, uh, 203 minutes together. Just a 45.43% Corsi 4 percentage. But again, against this team, I don't think that's going to really matter. Five to six goals for uh, 47.1% goals expected goals for. So a little bit of a deficit there. 34 to 33 in high danger chances, 5-5. They play a lot of even hockey at even strength. But I think there's enough talent on that line to overcome uh, a pretty weak defensive team. Uh, and we talked about the second line on Vancouver uh, a decent amount with uh, with JT Miller and uh, Bozer there. So I think that unit's uh, in play. A little bit uh, better on the Corsi numbers for those guys. Uh, a little bit less uh, experience together. So lower uh, goal totals and uh, chances totals up. 
yeah, I, this is another one worth a lot to like. Um, so I think there, there's things definitely you could like on the Vancouver side. Ownership, maybe not one of those things that you love here. Over 10% for a team that's not great, but pretty good for DFS. If Pedersen were back, I think you'd see really heavy chalk on the Canucks, but JT Miller playing center, uh, you don't have the full PP correlation on the Miller line. But uh, you could easily convince me on a power play stack for the Canucks, Horvat, Miller, Besser, uh, Horvat, Pearson, Besser, Horvat, Pearson, Miller. Uh, there's a bunch of combos you could do there with Quinn Hughes. I've, I've looked at Quinn Hughes's. If you just look at his box score, you're probably going to be pretty turned off. Uh, he hasn't. I think he's had like one or two games over 10 points in his last 12. Uh, for 5,300, that's not going to look great. But I think this could be a breakout game for him. He's not a guy that shoots a ton, but uh, I'm thinking he's going to pop off for a multi-point uh, game, at least a multi-assist game at some point here. And this is a great spot for him to do it. Um, you can go either Canucks one or Canucks two at five on five. The one thing I worry about, um, and I don't know exactly how the matchups are going to go, but the Norris Kachuk Brown line is pretty solid defensively, especially considering they're on the Ottawa senators. Um and so if they're hard matching the Miller line or the Horvat line, I would like to avoid at least the, the five on five line there or get under the field on it. I don't know exactly how the matches are going to go again, but uh, you know, they're, they're pretty good when they're on the ice. And so I actually like going to the Norris Kachuk Brown trio. You're getting Norris and Brown, both PP two minutes. Um, I think Ottawa three is going to be a little bit, uh, popular tonight for at least for the people in Slack, they love Batherson and Stutzla. Uh, Tyranny centering them, um, 3600, he's pretty cheap, but uh, I really prefer Ottawa one. Um, I'll be stacking them in a lot of my lineups. I'm seeing five or six percent ownership on them. I think that is very reasonable despite the low total. Um, so yeah, a lot to like on both sides. If I could only I could only play one line of the Canucks. I think it would be the Miller Besser Hoglander trio, but I guess I res- reserve the right to, to change my mind by the time we get to lock. Maybe if we get some, some more clarity on uh, the matchups here, but yeah, you got to like Vancouver. It's just that everyone else is going to. So if you look at the top stacks tool, you might, uh, might want to go elsewhere or, you know, just two man them um, Miller Besser, two man Horvat Pearson, two man, there's just there's so many ways to do it on the uh, the Canuck side here. Yeah, but yeah. and yeah. I look, I think it makes sense, like you said, to go to the Ottawa side of things too. Uh, you know, you're you're talking about like I started with the second worst defensive team in, in terms of goals allowed uh, for the season in Vancouver. You're also if you go to Ottawa, you're attacking the chalkiest goalie of the night in Thatcher Demko. A ton of people are going to have him in their lineup. So if you're rostering uh, some of these Ottawa lines, you're taking a direct stab at, at some of that. So it's a nice leverage play there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's something to like about Ottawa too as well. They're not popular at all. They're not expensive. And they've done decently in, uh, in generating chances, uh, 33 to 27 in high danger chances, converted on six and only allowed two. 52.33% expected goals for advantage, uh, 56.80 Corsi four. So I kind of like those guys. I think they play uh, fairly well together. Uh, you mentioned the uh, the third line on uh, on Ottawa is just a little wacky. The last time we talked about him, Batherson was coming in with a six-game six goal scoring streak. He, mm-hmm. scored, he did not score after we talked about him for six straight games until last night. He scored a goal last night. So tonight will be the test of whether we jinx him or whether we're uh, a benefit to him. I'm not sure which it is yet. 
Yeah, uh, we, we tend to, not you, but uh, me, Cliffy, Josh, tend to jinx people on this show. And the chat is always very nice when we do that the following day. Oh, sure. uh, very forgiving, you know, not blaming us for anything. But uh, I'm sure there will be a handful of those uh, for the rest of this year. Whenever we trash someone, I, I don't mind the call on, uh, on Ottawa, too. I'm seeing we don't have an ownership projection for Colin White, but maybe this just needs to resync but they're getting uh paul and dad not for getting some really low ownership and they've done a good job of carrying play at five on five both teams take a ton of penalties this game could go absolutely berserk um and so i i, I get the ownership but i just i think a lot of my lineups are going to have exposure to this game in one way or the other i think you could go full five-man power play on the canucks with hughes and uh, you take Horvat pearson miller besser and hope for the onslaught um yeah, it's just there's so many different ways to do it. It's not like a team with only one line and only a couple forwards that you like. Uh, there's two full lines to like. There's a power play to like on the Vancouver side. So I'm eating the ownership tonight uh, unless they come up to like 25, 30% by lock, which is not going to happen. Anything else here? Uh, just to throw uh, another shot at the Senators, uh, 26 in the league, uh, 74% on the penalty kill. So that uh, Vancouver power play gets even more appealing from that. All right. Before we get to our next game, if you have not yet joined or you just discovered us, welcome. Thank you for watching. Uh, subscribe to the channel and uh, you'll know when we go live for NHL PGA that was on right before us. We've got three hours of NBA content pretty much every single day uh, leading you up to lock for sports betting, DFS, whatever your game is. We've got you covered there. So uh, hit the notification bell and you will know when we go live. It also helps us. The best way to help us for free you're looking to get a little bit more involved and you have not yet joined never signed up for a, an osmo plus package uh now is the time to do it we have uh a celebration for the second half going on the promo code is shamrock and what you're going to get with that is 50 percent off uh the osmo plus platinum weekly pass which means you'll have access to everything on the site uh including nba pga nhl nascar mma soccer esports and College basketball projections. We've got March Madness coming up this yeah. week, starting on – is that Thursday? Are there playing games tomorrow and Wednesday? I can't remember how it works. I think the playing games are tomorrow. They might even be tonight. Yeah. I'm actually not – I haven't caught up on the playing games, but uh, I'm psyched for the tournament. It's always so much fun. Yeah, and if you guys – you know, if you ever need more detail, producer Crow oh, is making a – uh, oh, okay. okay. There you go. That's different then. Usually it's Thursday, Friday – Okay. Oh, they, they couldn't hear uh, producer Chris. Uh, so I'm not very professional. I was supposed to uh, just pretend like I was smart and uh, just read that off. But yeah, okay. Games uh, Tuesday and then uh, the real tournament. Okay. Thursday, Friday is uh, when the real tournament starts. But anyways, this promo is only valid through the 17th, which is Wednesday. So you got to sign up in the next couple of days. Again, promo code SHAMROCK. 15 bucks for the first week of Osmo Plus access. You get everything, including college basketball projections, which just went behind the paywall uh, right in time. And then free premium content, if you didn't hear earlier, NHL ownership projections are free today. NBA projections are also free. NBA projections from Osmo himself, as every projection system is uh, on the site. So you, you know you're getting something that is uh, worthy of your use. And it's free today, so go check it out. 
osmo.com slash promos. If you're ever were, uh, wondering about uh, what we've got going on on the site, if you just yep. go to osmo.com slash promo. Uh, I think it's promo or promos. Anyways, you guys will figure that out. Yeah, it's, it's under the social media, the social link on our uh, homepage. You just drop that down. You'll see it right there. It's easy to find. Let's go to the Caps and the Sabres 3.7 implied total for the Caps. Highest on the slate, 2.4 for the Sabres. Vidic Vanacek and Carter Hutton uh, going for the Sabres. Sabres are depleted. Uh, They do have the best player in the NHL, Taylor Hall. But outside of that, they don't really have much to write home about. No Eichel for... uh, a while, it sounds like. Skinner getting moved up to the third line stall with Olsson and Reinhardt, which is essentially your second line. Taylor Hall playing with Riley Sheehan and Tage Thompson. Uh, it's pretty ugly there. Caps have been playing awesome. Uh, since Tom Wilson got suspended before he got suspended, they've been uh, pretty impressive. And you've got this top line with Alexander Ovechkin, uh, Nicholas Backstrom, TJ Oshie, that is going to be popular tonight, but I think for good reason. Uh, you got a second line that Cliffy has loved the last couple of games, and they've played really well uh, in addition to that top line. Um, man, a bunch of options here on the Caps. You could probably dip down to the third line as well. No uh, Lars Eller. Actually, I think Lars Eller's pop, uh, he's questionable for tonight, I-, I thought I saw. But anyways, he's listed on the fourth line right now, so not a, a big worry for tonight's eight game slate. What do you got in this one here, Terry? Yeah. So I think, you know, the top line, just an incredible line, just talent wise, uh, there's going to be a ton of people on them, but I think it's totally justifiable to get to them. They don't cost a ton compared to some of the other top lines. Uh, you get a little bit of a discount on uh, Backstrom and Oshie in there. So they're an affordable top unit. And I think you gain a ton by going to them. So I think they're well worth eating the chalk for, 332.52 going back to the start of last year on the ice together. 51.33% uh, Corsi 4 advantage. 19 to 18 goals for. That's uh, a 51.35% uh, goals uh, for advantage. Right on line with their expected goals for. Uh, 59 to 54 high danger chances. Converted on 10, yielded 7 goals in that situation. I think they're better than even what those numbers at even strength are showing us. Uh, so I think there's just so much talent on that line, particularly with Ovechkin. Obviously, uh, you know, one of the best players. Uh, of his generation, if not all time. So I think we can go to that. Uh, no problem. I like the second line. Uh, there's definitely uh, some, something to, uh, to go to there uh, with. Uh, um, let's see. Thought yeah. Verana, yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah, so with uh, Vrana and uh, Kuznetsov together, uh, they've got 473 minutes together going back to the start of last year and a 32 to 28 goals advantage, uh, 86 to 97 high danger chances. So they have, uh, you know, some back and forth, uh, but 21 to 16 in high danger goals. Just make a lot of things happen on that line. uh, And then you throw Sprong into there if you want to fill it out. Uh, so I definitely like that. I like Carl Haglin on the uh, third line there. I don't have their numbers as a unit together, but uh, yeah, that's definitely going to be a cheap low owned option in, you know, attacking a pretty weak defensive team. So I definitely think we can go up and down the, uh, the caps lineup against a pretty pathetic uh, Sabres team. Yeah. I mean, just a lot of options to at least consider on the cap side. Um, the five on five numbers, uh, in terms of expected goals for the Backstrom line, haven't been there, but it's just like Buffalo is not a uh, NHL team, at least not a full one right now. Like they've got a, a bunch of fringe guys playing, playing uh, top nine minutes. 
uh, Lazar, Middlestat, uh, Riley Sheehan. He's been a scratch a bunch of times for them. Rasmus Asplund, Kyle Post. Like, it's just they, they don't have a real NHL roster right now. So I'm willing to uh, look past the uh, Washington one bad five on five numbers. For now, they're electric on the power play with Ovi there. 8,300, probably one of your best one-offs uh, that you could find tonight. Maybe one of the more, if not the most popular player on the slate. But uh, I'm getting to as much Washington as the field. Uh, I think they should be a priority. Washington one, that is. And I think um, it looks like Washington two is going a little bit uh, overlooked. I don't. They don't have a great chance of being a top two stack. But I think they can fill in with some of the uh, – higher price stacks the Edmonton ones if you wanted to go Washington one with Washington two and do the full Josh stack you could do that as well um I noticed that Connor Sheary played a bunch with the Kuznetsov line and he's also 3200 so if you see that in pregame skate uh this was last game Sheary played up there some if you see that in, in pregame skate you can just swap them out uh they're both the exact same price on DK so that is nice but just keep out uh, keep an eye out for that one because um, I love both of the Caps' top two lines. Not really going to anything on the Sabres line. It looks like they've got one uh, on the Sabres side. It looks like they've got one uh, line that's reasonable: Stahl, Olafson, and Reinhardt. Um, I I don't know, but even that line kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like it's just not really a line I'm pumped to play with a 2.4 implied total on an eight-game slate. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We've just got so many better options. If it was like a, you know, a four game or something like that, maybe we could go there and they wouldn't be as big a dip. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just think there's too much of a talent gap to go to that line. Did you see what Steve Valaket said about the Buffalo last week on the Rangers broadcast? No. He just, he just absolutely trashed him saying, uh, he came out and just talked about, you know, they're pathetic, they're this or that. And I think the Buffalo players should be wearing ski masks on the 15th and the 30th of every month because there's no way you can have that star power and not have any. <laughs> I mean, they look like they've quit on the season. Uh, the Rangers packed it in the third period, but they didn't even make an effort to get to it. I think they're very easy to play against. That's a dreadful hockey team. They should be embarrassed. Wow. Uh, <laughs> not mincing words. All right. Um, interesting. So he was saying that the Sabres have t- like all this talent. I think he was probably talking about only Jack Eichel. Maybe maybe Hall. Eichel, Eichel Hall, yeah. Reinhardt, Olsen. I mean, okay. well, Eichel's been I've, Eichel's been a big uh, rumor to come to the Rangers in a, in yeah. a trade. That was kind of where the attachment came from, I think. You know, the, okay. Hey, Interesting. Maybe they have an inspired performance tonight, these Sabres. <laughs> yeah. I would guess probably not. Um, but I, I think you're going to need some power plays for at least Caps 1 to get there just – because they haven't they haven't been amazing at five on five or even good. But uh, again, I'm willing to overlook that. Carlson sixty six hundred, uh, not getting to him too much as a one off. Looks like he's going to be pretty popular. So I'll probably have him in mostly Washington one stacks. Um, Cliffy's mentioned a couple times. Uh, Ovechkin's playing on both power plays, so you could go uh, Kuznetsov, Verana, and Ovechkin or some trio like that if you wanted to differentiate a little bit. Um, it's like Florida. There's a bunch of ways to to attack this Caps team tonight if you don't want to eat all the ownership on uh, on that top line. And then I'll mention Jacob Bryson, 2,600, playing decent minutes. Looks like he's playing on Ristolainen's pairing tonight, and so probably going to play another 20, block some shots. He'll put some on net as well, and uh, it's tough to find for that price. So I like him as one of uh, the better punts on the night. Let's go to uh, Montreal 
and Winnipeg 2.9 implied total for the Canadians, 2.8 for the Jets. Price, hella buck. Uh, Jets, not as chalky as I would have thought, but again, there's eight games, so a lot of options to ha- uh, to be had. Fully correlated, top power play. You're going to read off the numbers at five on five. How good has Winnipeg 1 been so far? Uh, Winnipeg won, uh, well, the Shifley-Wheeler combination, let's put it that way, 621-24 going back to the uh, start of last year, 49-29, uh, Corsi 4, 30-36 to 36 goals deficit. But then when we look at the uh, the full line with Druin up there, uh, or, I'm sorry, not Druin, with uh, Stasny up there, uh, we've got a 98-minute uh, and 12-second sample, 50.81 Corsi 4, 5-2 goals scored advantage, which is 71.43. 55.91 expected goals uh, for advantage, 23 to 21 high danger, and four to nothing uh, high danger conversions. So, pretty effective, pretty good line. Yeah. Um, they, they've been awesome since Stasty's come up there. So, I've been a, a Jets hater, but mostly it stems from them not being good at even strength, uh, Shifley and Wheeler, especially. But with Stasny, it's hard to argue with the numbers. Okay. Sometimes these combos just work. Like, I, I don't think Stassi, he's not really great for DFS, but maybe playing wing, uh, he, he's a little bit better. I'm not sure what's going on with them, but they've just, like, it's just hard to argue with the numbers, almost a 100-minute sample. Um, so I don't have a problem with Winnipeg 1, especially if they're going to stick around the 10% range in our ownership projections. If they're going to get, you know, 15 20%, be one of the highest owned lines of the night, then maybe I'll cool off on them. But I'm on Winnipeg 1. Uh, at least for tonight. I, I don't mind the second line, um, but you're getting like, I, re- I really want pieces of that top power play. So I wish Ehlers was on the top power play, but he's currently not 6,100 for him. Um, so I'll mostly be sticking to Winnipeg one. I don't know how the matchups are going to go uh, again, but I would think like a lot of teams have been treating the Suzuki line as the top uh, line for Montreal. So I'm hoping uh, Shifley Wheeler stats to go up against the Suzuki line and then to Foley and Gallagher get to go up against uh, the other lines for the Jets but uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen there regardless I think I'm going to play some Montreal too and Philip Deneau is a game time decision so I, I did have some interest in Montreal three yep. uh, if he's out you know you might get like Paul Byron in there or something uh, that takes away from that line for me a little bit so Montreal three was a third line I'm looking at uh, you're not going to know until after lock whether Dano's in. Not that he should change your mind completely, but uh, you're going to need to find a cheap center if you are targeting that line at all. Yeah, and and for me that was you know kind of specific around the Dano and uh, Tatar pairing. A 939 minute sample, 60.96 Corsi four, 54 to 33 goals for advantage, uh, 247 to 147 high danger chances uh, for those guys. So like them as a pair, and uh, you know if we get the if we get Denal in there, then uh, I say go for it. Yep, I would agree there. Um, Romanoff is going to play a bunch. Uh, no Ben Sherratt. Uh, so Romanoff moves up into the top four. Joel Edmondson also going to play a decent amount for 2700 They're not great. Uh, I'd probably rather play some Romanoff one-offs at 3 k than Edmondson, but Edmondson's another guy that'll block some shots. Um, and when he's playing top pair, like – you know that he's at least going to like be out there um, on the jet side. <sighs> Pionk goes better with the second line. Um, Morrissey goes better with the top line. So those guys are mostly just correlation plays for me tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't hate playing some Pionk uh, one-offs for 4,400 either. 
Yeah, 51 is a little bit steep for that on uh, FanDuel, but uh, 44 on DK makes a lot more sense. Mm. Low owned on both sites, so you could get to them, but you're paying up a little bit to get to them uh, to do that on FanDuel. Yeah, no kidding. All right, let's go to Edmonton, Calgary. We've got about six, seven minutes uh, for these final two games. Flies by, right? It Mike's, really does. It's amazing. Mike Smith and Jacob Markstrom are your goalies. Three implied total for the Oilers, 3.1 for the Flames. It's a McDavid slate. Uh, low ownership, but I, I don't really love the spot here. Um, I This is another one where I'm not exactly sure how Calgary is going to match. They've – for the most part, been going Lindholm Kachuk against opposing top competition. I would think they do that, but I also think there's a pretty good chance the backland line sees some time against McDavid, Drysaddle, and Yamamoto, and that's a line I am pretty worried about. Um, backland line's been awesome at five on five, and uh, that's another third line I'm considering tonight. But uh, are you on Calgary here? Are you on Edmonton? Is this a game that you're uh, you're targeting heavily? Yeah, look, I think we can always look to the top Edmonton lines, the top two lines on that team. They're they're kind of a natural. They're expensive. They're popular. We know basically what we're getting out of those lines. Um, that top line, uh, 57.56, percentage, 10 to 3 goals advantage. I know we're running short on time. Uh, in 105 minutes, uh, Yamamoto and uh, Dreisaitl uh, together, uh, 668 minutes, 49, 2, 3, Corsi, 4, 42 to 21 goals advantage, though, so just dominant scoring lines. Uh, you can definitely get to them. You could go to the second line with Nugent Hopkins and Pudra Jarvi on there. Uh, the two of them is a duo, uh, 209, 58, 55, 7, 6, 9-11 uh, goals deficit, nothing to really sweat, generate more high-danger chances than they give up. Uh, I think the Flames side of things is definitely interesting. Really like the call on Flames 3. Uh, 106 minutes together, 60.32, Corsi 4 percentage, 5-3 to three goals advantage, uh, which is a 62.5 actual against the 63.44 expected uh, goals for percentage. 27 to 15 high danger chances uh, converted on three of them yielded two goals in those situations. Uh, and then I think you can go to the top unit there as well. Yeah. Um, and Calgary's pretty spread around. I mean, they've got three playable lines here for sure. Uh, Monahan, Gaudreau, and Lindholm Kachuk, basically the same ownership uh, if you compare the duos there. So it's hard for me to choose between the two. If I had to, it would probably be Monahan Gaudreau just because I'm almost positive they're not going to see much time at all, if any time against McDavid and uh, and Dreisaitl. So that's always a plus. David Dreisaitl, Yamamoto have been so good at five on five. Um, so if you want to play them, if you can afford them, by all means, lock them in. Uh, I'll never have any McDavid slander, uh, at least not on this show. Maybe, maybe if he wrongs me in DFS, if I play him in the live final or something, but uh you know um yeah that, that's really all, all i've got here just wanted to make sure i mentioned calgary three it sounds like you're on the same page there low ownership for them gonna play good minutes and uh might play a lot of minutes tonight if they end up matching mcdavid and dry yeah and it's just that kind of that kind of a line that it makes some sense that that's exactly how they're gonna play it so i expect to see them over their average ice time and uh, i like the opportunities they have too it's you know could could uh, definitely turn around against that line uh, for sure so all right, before we get into the last game, just want to make sure uh, I mentioned a couple of things. You can catch us on podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. We've got a promo going on all the time where uh, if you leave a five-star rating and review us, uh, give us a nice positive review, you got a chance to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, and that's a $90 value, by the way, for just a couple minutes of your time. 
Uh, also want to give a, another shout out to our sponsor, Jock Market. If you want to get started over on Jock Market, which is uh, fantasy sports into a stock exchange, uh, Osmo 20 is the exclusive offer for the Osmo community. Again, Osmo 20, that's a uh, first deposit match up to 20 bucks. Pretty good deal there. So if you missed out on the deal last week, Osmo 20 is uh, how you get started over on Jock Market. Last game of the night. Sharks, Golden Knights. I, I said uh, the Caps had the highest implied total. I lied. 2.6 implied total for the Sharks. 3.8 for the Golden Knights. Devin Dubnik, Flurry for the Golden Knights. Chandler Stevenson, game time decision. If he doesn't play, it's going to be Cody Glass. So at least you can swap down. Now that's an $800, uh, $1,800 difference on DK. So maybe try to plan in advance, but this looks like Vegas night to me. What do you think, Terry? Yeah, I think Vegas night is uh, definitely a good way to put that uh, top line definitely in play. Uh, preferred if you get Stevenson, obviously, uh, 459 uh, for that line together, 59.6% Corsi, 442 to 14 goals for advantage. Uh, it would be a 66.25 expected goals for percentage, 112 to 53 in high danger chances. Just dominant line. Second line totally in play as well. 56-8-3, uh, Corsi 4, 33 to 28 goals for advantage uh, with a, a higher uh, expected goals for percentage. So uh, just two excellent, excellent lines there. They're going to dominate this San Jose team. On the San Jose side, I think you could definitely go to San Jose 1, probably work some San Jose 2 in there as well. Uh, they're not they're not terrible. They're good lines, but they're going up against a very good defensive team. Yeah, I think I'm probably off San Jose one here uh, just because I think they're going to get Patrick and Stone. That's not a match I want to mess with on a big slate. Uh, but I, I, on the other side, Patrick and Stone, it's not like an elite five on five spot for them if they're going to go up against Couture, Kane, and LeBanc all game. They are an amazing line, so I don't really care that much. But uh, I'm probably avoiding San Jose one. Uh, love everything about Vegas tonight. Everybody knows I'm always on them. Uh, I like, if you look at my exposures every night on lineup study, I play a bunch of them whenever the spots even okay. And they are Vegas one right now. My second highest on stack Vegas two about my fourth. Uh, so tonight is no different. I'll be slamming them in MME and uh, hoping for the late night hammer along with everyone else. Shay Theodore, we've got projected at very low ownership. I like, he's my highest known guy right now. Uh, on the slate. So I'm all over him as well. You can play him with either line. I think with Carlson moving up to the top power play, anything else before we get out of here. Uh, Taylor is an excellent call there. That's uh, super low ownership for him. You're paying up to get there, but totally worth it. I like that a lot. All right. Thank you everybody for watching. Thanks to producer Chris for, uh, you know, producing a nice show here and uh, go check out jock market. Give us a like and a subscribe on your way out. Good luck tonight, everybody. We'll catch you back here tomorrow. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.